This is the Main Attraction Podcast. Now, here are your hosts, Justin Strong and Ryan Nelson. Welcome to the Main Attraction Podcast, where we discuss the biggest television shows and movies in the entertainment industry. I am your host, Justin Strong. Joining me each week is the other host of the show. He also knows a great grief guy, Ryan Nelson. Everyone grab your knobs. We <laughs> have found the will. <laughs> and, I, and I just got to say, Greg, question mark? Great question mark. That's right. <laughs> that was probably my favorite part of the, the entire episode. So, uh, if you've been listening to the podcast since we started the podcast last year, thank you for continuing to listen and making us a part of your day. If you're new to the show, we hope you enjoy it as we talk about the fourth episode of the final season of Succession titled Honeymoon States on HBO and HBO Max. If you are new or a regular and would like more access to the show, visit our Patreon page and become a patron of the Main Attraction Podcast. Go to patreon.com slash the Main Attraction Podcast. You can get Patreon on content you can support us at a three five ten or twenty dollar level when you join up we'll shout you out here on the show if you want ad free access to the podcast any level of being a patreon supporter we'll get you the show ad free you can support us as low as a three dollar level as high as a twenty dollar level or any level in between whatever level you decide to support us at you will get the show ad free on the patreon app uh, you can also help us out, though, if you can't be a patron, by going to Spotify and Apple Podcasts and rating us on both of those platforms. You can leave us a five-star rating, and if you have time, you can write us a review while you're there on Apple Podcasts. And if you're on Apple Podcasts and you haven't left a at least a five-star rating, you go into your player, scroll on down, and just click the little five stars. That would help us out a whole lot. We're trying to get to 200 uh, ratings, and we would love to do that by the time we hit our two-year anniversary. So if you could do that and you haven't done so, it would help us out a whole lot. We would really, really appreciate it if you did. However, if you would like to interact with the show with in some shape, form, or fashion, you can always send us an email to our email account, mainattractionpod at gmail.com. You would, we would love to hear any questions you might have, any thoughts, any comments you would like to add, anything else that you might want to suggest to us, the things that we might want to cover. We would love to hear all those over at mainattractionpod at gmail.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, so we are picking up basically the very next day from last week's groundbreaking episode of television where Logan Roy left us. He has passed on, and now we are getting the fallout from it. And, boy, you're getting some fallout from it. So uh, I'll let you go ahead and give your initial thoughts on it, and then I'll go ahead and chime in as well. So last week's episode is on IMDb, one of the highest-rated episodes of TV of all time. Yeah. All time. It's like in the top three. They didn't miss a beat with this episode. No, they did not. This one may have been more scary and anxious-filled because these are people out for blood. Welcome back, Marsha Roy. (laughs) Wheeling and dealing, kicking out those hoes. (laughs) I love it. Also, I had forgotten that her and Greg were friendly. Oh, yeah, they were. Yeah, they were friendly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, 
the the delight on Greg's face of kicking out Carrie. Oh yeah, <laughs> he was <laughs> loving it. He was absolutely loving it, insulting her so she could hear him. Exactly. Oh, I love it. Good <laughs> yeah. to see Marsha back. Yeah, it was good to see her back because uh, that was one of the very first things that we see. Obviously, the 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 show opens with quite a bombshell, and I would give credit. I don't know, I don't know who said it. I don't know where I saw it. But the show opens this week with the three kids in the cold open, and they're all looking really troubled. They're all looking really distressed. And Shiv specifically gets a call from her doctor, and she is pregnant. She They talk yeah. about the results from the amniocentesis, getting a 20-week checkup. So if you, weren't, if you haven't had kids and don't know those keywords, then, yeah, she's pregnant. I, I don't know where I saw it. I don't know, but I did see someone somewhere mention that this entire season she has they have been very deliberate yeah. in their attempt to show her turning down alcohol and like i said then it paid oh, off that I, I did not i missed that now i know sarah snook is pregnant in real life she's pregnant in this life, was right? yeah. yeah but that was a shock because you know baby wom games is <laughs> yeah i know <laughs> at least we assume tom, please, we, please we assume it's tom's boy uh baby we assume yeah, that but that, uh, may be, that may be assuming too much but yeah that was that was a shock and you know jesse armstrong and the gang had to be very excited when sarah snook was was pregnant because that adds a different layer to the show yeah, it does. that they're separated and she's having a child yeah it definitely adds something totally it complicates it complicates the situation between the two of them a whole lot more to say the least with her being pregnant so and like and said, shout out to my friend parker he was the one who texted me about how excited jesse armstrong had to be about that news i was like you're right he had to be <laughs> yeah it, i'm sure that it makes it just it adds a whole lot of layers to to mm-hmm. this final season of uh, of this television show. So, but like I said, I don't remember who I saw said it. I don't remember where I saw it, but it somebody out there in the internet world noticed and has pointed out that throughout this course of this season, especially especially last week at the wedding, she was turning down alcohol. Mm-hmm. And like I said, if it was just an instance where she was just being pregnant in in her real life, they wouldn't be calling attention. They wouldn't have called right. attention to that in in the show. They just would have yeah. kind of they would have brushed it aside, or just she would have taken wine. It would have been colored water or something like that. I don't know. Who, yeah, yeah. They, they would have done something. But so, like I said, whoever said that, like if, if you're listening, props to you. Kudos to you because I don't remember where I saw. Well, it, I so. think Jeremy Strong may be a attic in real life and we've seen him drinking and stuff on the show so obviously he's not really drinking yeah i can't imagine that so yeah uh now i'll say this i'm just curious i have seen a lot of ads with brian cox this playing logan not actually playing logan i'm wondering like that dang burger king ad (laughs) yeah and he's also doing a direct tv ad i've seen a few of those as well like I'm sure the people who like because these are new. I don't think I've seen any of these until until now. He's doing McDonald's one as well. Okay, it's not Burger King. Yes. It's McDonald's. Okay. I'm, I'm wondering if these people like signed him up thinking, all right, we're going to get you know him for one season. Now he's now he's <laughs> like I said, I've, I've never seen any well, ads. He's such he's such a great voice. You could use his ads forever. Oh yeah, you can. Like I said, he's obviously playing Logan Roy, even though they don't call him Logan Roy in any of these right, commercials. Right, right. But yeah, like I said, I just thought it was funny that he's got all these ads going. And now he's he's off. he he'll probably still show up in flashbacks and all that type of stuff. But well, his presence was all over this episode. Oh yeah, it really was. <laughs> it really was. So uh, let's just kind of get into the episode real quick. So 
like I said, I thought my well, my general thought this was a really good episode. I thought it was a it was going to be an important episode because look, it was going to be difficult to follow the episode where Logan Roy dies thirty percent right. of your thirty percent of the way into your season. So I was really I was really looking forward to seeing what they do with this and. It, it's the logical next step for this show where you have to have somebody take over the company. It's got to be somebody. They've got to pick this. they got to pick a person. And I like what they have done with the cast in this because, look, the the triumvirate, or I don't know what you want to call them, the, 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 the older... The Keystone. The, the Keystone. Thank you. I like, I like the way they... They all them. want the job. Yeah. Uh, this is a group, you know, this Jerry, Frank, and Carl that i have on fire tonight on yes, fire they were. they were great tonight and here's the thing i've always liked them as characters i've always yeah, thought they've too. been a likable bunch tonight i hated them <laughs> really yeah because they I were love them. i mean i love them in terms of like just watching them perform but like as soon as he's not even they haven't even done the funeral and their claws are coming out i mean they oh, yeah, are yeah. they are seeing an opportunity especially carl and jerry yeah they, they are were, really going after it mm-hmm. yeah yeah because i think frank was to a degree but frank still has a him and kendall still have a relationship they do yeah they, they still have a relationship and it, it shows up in in this yeah. episode like i said i don't think carl's real confident in kendall i really don't yeah but oh no but I also think there's a little bit of him that one he, he of the three of those people I think he was closest to Logan. You mean Frank? Yeah, Frank. Excuse me, uh, Frank. I think he was the closest to Logan, and yeah. he still has a great deal of respect for his wishes, even though they may not be completely clear as uh, they want us right. to, to to believe. But uh, but like I said, but let's talk about Marsha showing back up because this is the first time we've seen Marsha. Uh, when Jeremy Strong gets to his dad's apartment, I guess that's what it is, his apartment. When he gets to his dad's apartment, Marsha is there, and Jeremy's kind of uh, Jeremy Strong's character Logan is kind of shocked because he wasn't really sure that they were still talking. He wasn't really sure that they were still communicating. He didn't really understand what their relationship was, so he's he's surprised to see her here. And Marsha's saying, "Oh yeah, no, we talked we talked intimately every night, every night, <laughs> intimately." Yes. I want to see those phone records, Marsha. <laughs> I don't know right. if I'm believing that one. Yeah, I know. Like so, like I said, she she's there, and she is, and she's just kind of always been an evil character, and she's just kind of mm-hmm. being an evil character again. She's rolling she right is. back into it. I, I love her though, man. She's a good fool for them. Oh yeah, she is. She's very. She's a very good fool. Because she's not. She is not scared of any of them. No one. She's not scared, no, she's and not. she's going to take what's hers. Yeah, she. Yeah, she. Yeah, look. I'm sure she, when she got into this relationship with him, she knew exactly what she was doing. She was going for she was. I'm sure there was probably some love and affection for for, for Logan, but I'm sure yeah. most of it was completely financially motivated. And when, when she went into this relationship, so uh, we get her back, and like I said, we get some interesting conversations there between her and her and Logan to start off the episode. Kendall, uh, then, go ahead. His name's Kendall, not Logan. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm well, I'm gonna keep messing that up. Excuse me. Well, he's Logan Kindle. <laughs> yeah, I know. He's Logan Kindle. It's Logan uh, Kindle yeah. Logan Roy, and that yeah. always throws me off. So, uh, anyways, Kindle is the one who's having the conversation with her, and he they eventually goes into uh, see his brother and sister, and they're kind of doing. It takes kind of the one thing about this show I've always noticed in the three seasons that we had prior to this, and now these first four, it kind of takes them about. 
10 minutes to really get into the action. Uh, yeah. And yeah. Th- that's kind of, it does that for a little while here because that when they start with this episode, you got the three siblings who are just kind of like asking how each other is doing, you know, just trying to, you know, yeah. hugging some real true genuine affection. It's not until that moment when Shiv says something about the others in the other room, how they're, it's like, it's core, it's maybe a funeral for, for us or, but it's coronation day for others. And you, they flash right. to the, the keystones as we call them. It flashes when it flashes to them. That's when they are already in, in like, I don't know what's the word. Uh, they're, they're, Frank said they need to go look at the china. Yeah, that's, that's, that's the, a, so they all go to meet the other room. And they all go in the other room. Like I said, they're they're conniving at this point. That's what I'm trying. That's the word yeah. I'm looking for. They're all they're yeah. kind of conniving oh, and scheming. Conniving, all right. Yeah. yeah. So he goes into the other room, and they start. They basically start trying to figure out who's going to be the CEO among them. And like I said, so this is when, like I said, in terms of like I love them as characters and their performances, but this is the first time we've seen them really with some serious ambition. And yeah. it's an interesting look on these three characters. It really is, because, like, every one of them, you know, they all pointing fingers at how, wow, the other one's not as good. Right. And it's like, you could point it to every one of them, because mm-hmm. we've seen them all get fired. Right, exactly. They've all been fired at some point by, by and Logan. Then Carl just destroys poor Tom. Tom, yeah. Tom walks in because he's like... Tell us how you really feel, Carl, about Tom. Yeah, and they they alluded to this scene last week in the yeah. coming up on the the season in, of Succession, and yeah, he just get, gets completely destroyed by destroyed by Carl, and just an absolutely humbling moment. And so, uh, obviously, Tom is Tom. Look, Tom is probably the smartest in terms of just like, okay, I know it's not going to be na- me now. So, yeah. who do I need to get behind? And he goes to Roman uh, to try to get behind him, which is I thought was interesting because. Yeah, he was on the plane with with Logan when he died. He was on the plane with those others that were there who were still with Logan for the most part. So, but it's I think he he's the smartest because he knows somebody with a Roy name is always going to come out on top of this thing. Right. Yeah. So he made his way to all three of the siblings. Yeah, did. You know, to try to work his way, and I can't figure like I know he's trying to smooch his way into uh, the other the the brothers. Right. Mm-hmm. But, like, the Shiv one, is he trying to get back with her because he loves her? Or right. is it to get so he can become CEO? I can't tell. I, it's hard to tell with Tom. Yeah, it really is hard to tell with Tom. He is, he, he is, but he's always been kind of a bit of chameleon for on the show. Mm-hmm. And he continues to be a bit of chameleon on this on this episode as well. Like I said, I really can't tell tell him. And thankfully, when Stephen Root's character shows up, we get some great Tom and Greg moments. So we haven't had enough Tom and Greg moments. Stephen freaking Root, baby! What a night for him! I know. A succession cameo and two episodes of Barry. Yeah. Thank, thank you, Stephen Root. It's always good. <laughs> I, I'm always happy to see him. Yes, we we also find out Logan Roy dies trying to get his toilet. His I mean, his, out the toilet, his iPhone yeah. out of the toilet. What a way to go, Elvis and Logan Roy. Toilet issues. Yeah, I know. So uh, that was really interesting. But uh, like I said, so the three of them are basically. I mean, they they have basically figured out a way to take over this company. Mm-hmm. And like I said, I will give them a. Uh, did you? How much confidence did you have in their plan when it first started? Whose plan? Uh, the three, the three Keystones, Frank, Carl, and Jerry. Of them just getting rid of the will? 
Well, no, they, we haven't gotten to that part yet. We'll talk about that in a second. But like, because when they're meeting in the China room, how how confident were you in those three? I'm pretty confident because they've been around a long time. If they've survived with Logan Roy this long, they know what they're doing. Yeah, I, I will say this: I wasn't incredibly confident because as if if they were going to be the ones to kind of take over and become like the, even if it's a temporary uh, takeover of the company. It doesn't work in, for the show. It just wouldn't. It wouldn't have worked well, for the show. Well, that's true. So that's yeah, what he's almost more confident. I feel like Frank would have a shot at taking yeah. over. I think Jerry's burned. Yeah. And she, Carl has been burned before. Yeah, and Jerry's just lucky that, well, I mean, let's just be honest. She's lucky that he died before it could right. be finalized, that she was yeah. even going to be fired. Yeah. So. But you're right. The, the, them taking over doesn't work for the show. Now, one of them could, I could see Jerry... Jerry is also a chameleon. I could see at the end somehow she has worked her way back in yeah. at the very end, but that's not going to work on episode four. That's going to happen on episode twelve. Yeah, if it's going to happen, it's going to have to happen at the very end of it. So, uh, so or ten. What episode? How many episodes? There's ten in this. There's twelve until okay. last. So ten in this. All I right. get confused. Sorry, man. It's all right. <laughs> we all do. Uh, all right. So that takes us to the. The piece of paper. It's not a will because it hasn't been sent because apparently Frank is one of the executors of, of the will. Yeah. Uh, it, whatever this piece of paper was that was in the safe, it's not dated. It wasn't sent to his lawyer to be made official. And as Jerry points out uh, when they are discussing this, it's not even, I mean, it doesn't have any legal sway just simply because of the fact that the board actually is the one who has the final say in yeah. determining who gets the control, who gets the CEO, all this type of stuff. So the board is the one that has uh, the is the ultimately the, the final say in all this. But nevertheless, when there's a piece of paper out there that was written by Logan, it's going to hold some sway over folks, and that's going to oh, it's, yeah. it's an important thing. So that's the reason why we've got Frank, Carl, and Jerry jokingly, and I'm doing the air quotes thing around jokingly. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Saying that you know they could th- it could get lost and end up being flushed down the toilet. I was really interested in what they were going to do with this. What were I you was thinking? Too, I was thinking the same thing because this this scene lasted several minutes, and I, for a minute I thought we're never going to find out what's on that piece of paper. Right, exactly. They're going to get rid of it, and I, there was part of me that was kind of hoping that was because that would just be <laughs> hilarious. But yeah, man. Uh, I think we're lucky. Had 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 Kendall not walked in, we may not have. Uh, See what was on that piece of paper. Well, they actually called the Kindle and them all. They, oh, they called them call up. Kindle. They called yeah, yeah, yeah. Frank because Frank called Kindle up uh, because after this scene that takes place, they go back to the kids and the kids are basically saying, you know, we got to come up with a plan. We got to talk about this. You know, we want one of us at this moment. All three of them are just basically in in one accord. They're they're in unison with one another, saying it just needs to be one of us and not one of them. And they're yeah. all, kind of all on the same page at this point. Now, that all changes the moment that Frank calls uh, Kendall up and has the rest of the siblings up and basically... What a change. Yeah. He tells Kendall, he says, your name's on the piece of paper. Because I wasn't... when Because Frank says Prince calls the person's name a princess. So I was like, is yeah. that Shiv? Is that Shiv? And this is kind of... I was of, thinking of that too. And this, oh, I, I'll be honest. I was thinking Carrie. Oh, really? Oh, I didn't even think about Carrie. That didn't even occur to me. 
But yeah, when he said that princess, like, uh, is he doing it? Is he giving it to Shiv? Is that what he wanted? But no, it turns out that you know it's just kind of a misogynist <laughs> insult that yeah. he's given to, to to Kendall by calling him by calling him a girl, basically. Uh, so it turns out that it is Kendall's name on the on, on the piece of paper. It is underlined, but it's so interesting because when Kendall looks at it, he's like, just like, oh wow, he. He wanted it to be yeah. me. He wanted it to be me. Shiv picks up the piece of paper and she's like, "Are we sure he underlined it or did he cross you out?" <laughs> like and it's it. hard to tell. Yeah, it, it looks is. like both. Because it, it's got it's Kendall is definitely underlined. Logan mostly is underlined, but Roy's kind of crossed out, so uh, you, you can't really tell. Uh, and like I said, the and difference what a in the change two. happens in all three of the siblings. Yeah, because Lo- Kendall all of a sudden becomes more confident. And we saw a big difference in him at the yeah. end, and like you just you just saw a difference. They were so working together, and then and then and then the claws come out. Yeah, the claws came out, and that's where things got really really interesting. Now, as interesting as all this was for the three kids, the the three that are out there, the the three Keystones, they call Greg up uh, to let inform Greg that <laughs> he is on a piece of paper. His name is on a piece of paper as the pencil addendum with a question mark on it. Greg is just lit up. I mean, he is yes. smiling ear to ear. Like, even says, you know, I'm obviously to be his second in command. And, like, the whole room <laughs> starts laughing. Oh, uh, it was great. Oh, this was a was wonderful great. Greg scene. Greg was was really on his he was on one tonight like yes he just, was just perfect perfect the way walking around the room trying to just make his way into someone's camp yes he was he was just out there just being greg and it was just fantastic yeah, to watch i mean he, he was, was with i mean the, you mentioned the scene with Marsha, and let's talk about that scene a little bit more uh, specifically now so he's there with Marsha, and when carrie walks in and carrie's Ooh. just distraught i mean absolutely distraught and she wants, I guess, to say goodbye to Ro- to to Logan in their bedroom. I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I'm not sure. I was with the... Marsha, and you know what's interesting about that scene? I don't, I don't mind what Marsha did. It was odd that the children took up for Carrie at that moment. Well, she was being awful. I mean, she was being horrible to the woman. Who cares, man? I she mean, was cheating on her with her her husband. Yeah, I know. But this is, but I don't, I find a little bit more sympathy because that has been the case she didn't care that she was cheating i mean she really i mean right right so like yeah. i said i i don't have an issue with that i i have more issues just because obviously i think carrie truly felt something for her i don't really oh, know yeah. that marcia felt that much for her for yeah. him i mean so so have we seen the last of carrie or is carrie all of a sudden going to have a baby i i don't think we've seen the last of i don't her. think she's on i don't think they're going to go down that road with her i, I really don't i don't think they're going if, if shiv's pregnant i can't see them doing yeah that's true i can't see them doing a, a carry pregnancy thing I, I i would be hard pressed to see that being the case have we seen the last of her i don't think so i think she'll be around i don't yeah. know what, what capacity i don't know yeah. what's going on good good to see colin still around yeah colin is still colin is still around and is apparently just kind of gone from uh guard dog for from for logan to Marsha at this point yeah uh but like i said it was just an interesting but greg's sitting there just constantly just insulting her uh along with marcia just absolutely fantastic so. and she deserved every one of greg's insult <laughs> greg was on it too man he was absolutely on it so yeah. um yeah like i said so just great stuff from uh from from greg this week uh we haven't even talked about let's continue to talk a little bit about marcia because 
uh, Colin and Willa come in. They have fresh off their marriage from the previous day. And they're getting ready to go on their trip to the honeymoon states of Michigan, oh, Wisconsin, God. Pennsylvania, and I can't remember what the other one was. <laughs> yeah, I guess it's one of the blue states, the... Uh the swing states. Yeah, I guess so. Like I said, so that it was, was Minnesota, wasn't it? Yeah, Minnesota. Yeah, it was Minnesota. Yeah, yeah. I was, like I said, it was like I said, I love the fact that Willa calls them the, the honeymoon states. Yeah, but that was hilarious. Uh, but apparently, Marsh is getting the apartment, and and Colin, uh, Con- Connor, excuse Connor. me, Connor, just like says, you know, she says, I'll be looking for sixty to seventy million, and Connor's like, well, sixty three million. Then he they sell the what? apartment. What a sale! What? <laughs> What a move! I know. What a move for Connor. <laughs> and, and and Willa brings her mom in later in the episode, and they're already planning out like to take walls down. There, and there's something so nice about Connor getting Logan's place too. I don't is. know why. It just feels good. It does. It really feels good. <laughs> and like because later in the in the scene when the the three of them the the four of them are together, the, we get the four of them together finally there towards the end, and they got to talk business at that point. And Connor's like, "All right, well, he's because he's not on the board." Apparently, yeah. and he's like Mikasa, Mikasa closes That's the door. Con- Connor Roy, the most relatable character on the show. He is. Who by saw far that relatable. coming? <laughs> Who saw that coming? Uh, like I said, just love Connor. Just absolutely love him. He's one of my favorites. Uh, but so we go through all this, and after we the paper has been revealed and everybody like I said, I would like to know. The only thing I would like to know is what made them decide to go ahead and tell tell the kids that this paper does exist. I guess maybe was it fear? I think Frank. I think it could be fear. You know, Frank's always had a soft spot for the kids. Yeah, I think for, especially right. Kendall. Yeah, yeah, you may be right about that because the only thing I could think of, only other thing, because they don't show us a scene where they decide to go ahead and let the kids in on, on the piece of paper, but yeah. uh, Kendall, I'm sorry, uh, maybe they just were afraid that Kendall or somebody else would know of a, an additional copy or something like that. And if they try to hide it, yeah. then it could come back to body. That's like I said, unless, unless Frank just has that soft spot for Kendall and decides to go ahead and let them in on it. That's the only other thing I can think of. I wish they would have let us, I wish we would have gotten a reason behind yeah. that. But other than that, like I said, that's the only thing I'm really going to kind of gripe about. Uh, but after, but at this point they've got to coordinate the plan. They've got to get somebody behind them. And at this point, Sandy, uh, the older Sandy and the younger Sandy, Hope Davis's character, and Stewie have all made it to the apartment. Stewie! Love Stewie. Whenever Stewie shows up, it's always going to be a better episode. Yeah, always going to be good. And he immediately insults Kendall. Right. <laughs> his, his poor pubes were singed the last time he went with Kendall. Yeah. like, And one of the things I love about this is he, he does the insult because he is a friend and he knows that Kendall will, will yeah. take the insult. But the the first time that we really see Kendall kind of break down is right there in front of Stewie because mm-hmm. he truly is a friend of, of Stewie. Yeah, and, and yeah, yeah, they yeah. Are, there is a true relationship between the two of them. And I love the fact that they give us that moment between those two characters. Yeah. Cause Stewie tells him, you know, your dad was an old bastard, but he loved you. Yeah, he does. And that was an important thing for him to hear, yeah. especially a few times in this, because he, that was the one thing he never really truly knew or for a understood if if his dad actually loved him so i actually love love that scene and yeah so he gets basically stewie on board behind supporting him and this is when he goes back to the other the other three kids uh connor 
uh, Roman and Shiv, and he's trying to get them to talk to him, and they're just kind of ignoring him and just kind of playing him off the side, and he finally just has enough of it and like basically throws a little bit of a tantrum there to get their attention. Yeah. That's when Connor ends up leaving. And this is when they work out the details. Shiv wants to be a part of this, and he wants to be a part of this, and Roman wants to be – they all want to have a piece of this. And yeah. basically they convince Shiv that – She's not going to work in this role, and she never was going to work. But they're going to try to keep her involved in it. How do you think this is going to play out? This is not going to work one bit. Yeah, I don't, I don't feel like we it is We already saw Shiv throw a tantrum Yeah, we did. <laughs> when she doesn't get picked. And you can't trust the other two. Can you? Could you trust roman roy with anything no you couldn't you couldn't trust him with anything so i like said i want to be i want to see where how this plays out uh, what was tom uh losers and uh what did he call the siblings losers i know it was dip dip something yeah i can't remember it 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 was it was insulting to say the least so yes yes screw ups and dips there we go ah (laughs) so like I said, so the three of them, they finally work out a plan. Shiv's not happy about it, but she doesn't... The last thing, though, she wants is for one of the other... The, the three of the old guard, the Keystones, as we called them, yeah. to be named the interim CEO. That's the last thing that she wants. So she she begrudgingly decides to go ahead and go with Roman and... Uh, to go with Roman and Kendall as kind of co-CEOs at this point. And the kicker is when they go in to have this other meeting right before the board meeting, when they go into this meeting, they bring Stewie along because they're basically showing, look, we have the votes. We outflanked yeah. you. You thought you were going to get this company, but you're not going to be the ones to get it. And boy, Stewie was not playing because he shot down Frank several times yes, he did. about, you know, this is what we want. Right. And like I said, because ultimately it's like they, it's like the old guard was saying, the board is the one who decides. And this is when they thought they had their power play. And basically the kids do to those three what Logan did to mm-hmm. to them in the finale of season three. So I thought that was a really nice little moment for, for the three. But then it gets interesting because once they've made the decision, the board has decided they're voting to make Kendall and Roman. They're stepping them up from CEO to co-CEOs, and they're going to be the ones who at least are temporarily in charge of the company. They come, they meet with Carolina and with Hugo because they are the PR people, so they have to draft up a a, re- a statement uh, released to the public to try to you know drive the stock price back up to do all this type of stuff to keep the the, the deals in place all the business stuff that I don't always understand yeah. uh, but they come to the, they come to the two of them in Logan's old office and they say we can do one of two things the first thing that they can do is you know just talk about the piece of paper which which Kendall loves and Roman rolls his eyes out yeah uh, they talk about that they talk about how you know, it's family company. It should be run by the family, and these are, you know, these are the these are the people that are in that Logan would have wanted this is what he would have would have been his wishes. So, like that's it's like the soft play at this point. The other option that they are putting forth is to basically, as they say, they use a different word, but to crap on on their dad as he is yeah. as he is lays dying. So, uh, basically saying, you know, Logan wasn't at his best. He wasn't operating his full faculties. And basically, it was the kids who were actually making the decisions. And they say, we could even go down the road of, like, saying, talking about Connor's mom and all this other stuff. Uh, yeah, and, Harry. 
yeah, I talk about Carrie. That's another thing. I didn't even think about that. I forgot about that one. So, you know, they could start putting all this other stuff out there to strengthen the position of of Roman and Kendall. And Roman is like, no, uh, we're not doing this. And Kendall's kind of like, yeah, no, I don't think we need to do that either. But he, we have the moment where he's in, I guess, the bathroom. Yeah, he's in the bathroom. And he is, he. Ha- I guess he took a picture of the piece of paper on his phone. And yeah, he's yeah. looking at it. And he looks at his name that's mostly underlined, maybe a little bit crossed out. And he's looking at it. And it's like, this is just, this is motivating him into just a completely different version of himself. And it's kind of like he's becoming his dad because he goes the, to the, the version his father would like. Yeah, the version that his dad would like. So he wants to play dirty. So he goes to Hugo and he happened to overhear this conversation that Hugo was having on the on the phone with his daughter. And then Hugo actually comes to him because his daughter, who he barely knows and he barely ever talks to, oh right God. before. Logan dies, sells a good chunk of Wake uh, Waystar Royco sh- uh, stock, and you know this is insider trade. Like I, yeah. I, I would hate. This is why I don't do the stock market because, like, you get a piece of information that will cost you could cost you hundreds of thousands, millions of dollars. Yeah, and you can't do anything with it. If somebody gives it to you at right. that point. You just you, you're yeah. not allowed to do anything with it at that point. And Hugo is burned. He's going to get burned at some point on this one. Yes, he is. He's probably going to get burned at some point. And like I said, so he goes to, to Logan. So Logan has his information on him. And so he goes back to Hugo later and he says, I want to do it like Dad. Dad would do this for the firm. He'd want this for the firm. He wants them to do basically to crap all over his his father in a press release. Or I'm, I'm not really exactly sure if you want this to be leaked out. Nah, I think you, you leak it out to the – you leak it out to – to like newspapers okay. and to a writer because yeah, you see the you see this when yeah, stuff happens like look at the murdochs like now right they're going through stuff you see like one of the, the they're crapping on the dad yes, <laughs> a logan roy type figure yeah it is so, he is yeah, you would link it to the press to different journalists yeah so he's basically telling hugo this is what he wants to do he wants he wants to take the 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 dirty underhanded approach to like basically crapping on his father because that's what his dad would want and this is the way that he would want his company to be run and you know who cares that the guy just died this is what's best for the company so this is what we're going to do and hugo's like you know i you know i'm not sure i really want to keep all this stuff secret don't know sure if i'm not really sure if i want to do this and kendall basically tells him you know I, I've got you gave me the dirt yeah. on you, and you're going to do this with that little line. I'll put the strap on it on yeah. at the end of it. I was like, oh dang, he went there. And Kendall has quite the smile on his face. Yes, when he, he does. Says that. Yeah, he he this was. This is a different person than he was sitting in a room, a dark room, unconsolable, right, an hour ago. And now he has become basically his father at this point. So. Yes. Uh, like I said, it'll be a really interesting. Look out, Shiv. And Shiv is just in not in a good place at the end of this thing. I mean, yeah, she is no. just falling down. She's irate. She's falling down the stairs, which is a problem because she has a baby, you know, as well. So yeah, that's another yeah. issue. Uh, like I said, that you know the. It, it can be difficult, you know, to handle the uh, the hormones and stuff that you're going through when you have when you're pregnant as well. So this is, and she hasn't told anybody at this point either, right. which is I find very interesting. Yeah, does Tom know? I don't think he does. I, I really yeah, don't. I, uh, yeah, I don't think so either. So I, I like to. I don't know what they're going to do with that or how they're going to play that out. But uh, it was. I like I said I was very interested to see what this 
show was going to be after the passing of Logan Roy, and yeah, it was it, li- it lived up to any expectations that I had sure kind of coming into it. So, uh, I think we've talked about everything. Uh, anything else we need to talk about? Yeah, well, let's see. Yeah, I think we. I think we. Yeah. All right. So let's go ahead and get to our awards. All right, here on the Main Attraction Podcast, we are covering a season of a television show. We'd like to do three weekly awards for the show that we are covering. Up first, we have the Tyrion Lannister, which is the MVP for the week. Who are you going with? This is tough. This is another one. I feel like there's either two groups. Mm-hmm. It's either Shiv, Kendall, or Roman, or it's Frank... Carl or Jerry, I can't decide because they were all really good. Yeah, this episode. Good. I, I, did we? For me, it was Kendall. I, for me, it was easily yeah, Kendall. Yeah, let's go. Let's go with Jeremy Strong, Kendall Roy. Yeah, because yeah, look, I think there was a. I think there was definitely a case to be made for about three quarters of the show that you could have given it to, to any of those six. I really think there was a case yeah, to yeah. be made. But that last ten to fifteen minutes of the show, Jeremy mm-hmm. Strong, once he finds out that his his name is on that piece of paper, right? I think he just found a different level, and he just he went there. I mean, as much as yeah, he, he gets, as much as he gets grief for his method acting and all this type of stuff, uh, I do think it was interesting in the in the post show thing on HBO Max that Sarah Snook said it's fun to actually work with him again. So I thought that was interesting. I thought that I laughed when I heard that. Yeah, I did too. I laughed a little bit as well because like I said, that doesn't from what we hear from other people on the set, that doesn't seem to be the actual case that people enjoy the, the yeah. Jeremy strong performance. Uh, it, but look, he's great in it. He's, he, he's yeah. really good in he this. Is. And if this is, is what it takes for him to give his performance, then you just go annoy everybody on set. Right. Jeremy strong. It's perfectly fine. That's right. Uh, the Agatha all along, the best scene of the week. What'd you go with? It's got to be that last scene uh, when, yeah. when, where he he tells Hugo and uh, the strap on. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> uh, it's 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 Kendall becoming Logan Roy. Yeah, it is. I, I went ahead. Actually, I went with the one where uh, you've got the piece when Kendall is finding out his name's on the piece of paper. I end up yeah. going uh, with that one. So. Um, if you come to the king, you best not miss the best line of the week. What'd you go with? I don't even know who said this now. It's either Kendall or Lo- or Roman. It is when there's a discussion of Logan possibly being a pedophile, and they said he wouldn't even hug <laughs> his, his grandkids. grandkids. <laughs> Kendall said that because Roman okay. Roman said something about him. They suggest that line suggests he's a pedophile. Then Kendall says he wouldn't yeah. even hug his grandkids. That was Kendall yeah. who said that. I remember that one. There was a lot of good ones this week. Uh, there was there a whole was lot, a lot of good lot ones. Of good. My <laughs> lovely gods, <gospel>. my <laughs> uh, There was the one that honestly, but got me the most when Tom approaches Kendall. You know because he's trying to butter up everybody just to kind of get himself positioned as best as he can. Uh, when Tom comes to Kendall to, to try to like ease up to him, Kendall at the end of the conversation says, I like you, Tom. Good luck. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, that was good. There was also a good one where someone said, where's Carrie? And Robin says, in Marsha's truck, slotted <laughs> down an anaconda's esophagus. And the sarcophagus. Oh, yeah, that was a good one. Roman has some great lines every week whenever he's on his, whenever he's on a roll. Kieran Culkin just can can really deliver those yeah, those those can. those zingers so all right here on the main attraction podcast we have a five-tier rating system at the top of our list is the game of thrones beneath the game of thrones is a lost middle of the friend road middle of the road for us is friends beneath the friends is a 
Uh, full House in the bottom of the barrel is a Baywatch. I'm assuming we're both seeing a Game of Thrones. I mean, how can it not be? This is Game of Thrones, man. I was mentioning right before we started recording, this may go down as the best show of all time. It's it's on its way to that. It's be It will be shocking that they don't land this one. Yeah, I would be surprised as well. I would be really be really surprised if they don't land this plane into a into well, like you said, one of the greatest shows of all times. And like I said, once we get to yeah. once we get to the end of this season, uh, we'll, we'll have a discussion about whether or not we want to change our top rating mm-hmm. or not. So, yep. All right. Uh, sorry, a little out of breath. My life has been having some health issues, and I've been running up and down the stairs, so I'm a little bit out of breath. And I'm old, and I'm overweight, and that doesn't help. Uh, so neither of those things are a good combination. So, uh, recommendations. What you got for us this week? Uh, Murder Mystery Two. Watch that with uh, Jennifer Aniston and uh, Adam Sandler. It it's mm-hmm. fun. Uh, it wasn't as good as the first one, but uh, still, still worth watching. You'll you'll still your enjoy your still enjoy yourself if you watch it. Uh, Cocaine Bear is on Peacock. Oh, now. is it really? It's on Peacock. Yes, it is definitely worth watching. Uh, it is it is a fun movie. If you want to watch really good actors being scared to death of a bear, <laughs> high on uh, cocaine, on cocaine, and and some funniness and graphic deaths ensue it's worth watching uh, you know it's not the best movie i've ever seen but i i don't think you will uh, regret watching and then the the last season of party down the adam scott jane lid show on stars uh, it finished it was really funny jennifer garner was on this last season oh, she? Okay. Uh, and she was really good man uh, there's not much that woman can't do so <laughs> I, I would recommend that as well all right, uh, for me, I've got a couple. Uh, I uh, I want to go out to all of my video game players out there if you've been playing video games. Look, I'm a year late on this, so uh, my guess is you've probably already played it if you do play video games. But I started playing Elden Ring this week, and it is absolutely phenomenal game. Uh, it's it's like it's like life. It makes like there are times like I'm like do I really want to continue living after playing this game because it is so incredibly hard. Uh, it's one of the hardest games I've ever played, but it's so very very good. Uh, there's there's a lot of really good memes just about how hard it is. Uh, if you if you want to look at if you've played the game, uh, you probably are already aware of them. But when I started playing, it's like hey, it can't really be that hard. I'm sure it's not that <laughs> difficult. And boy, <laughs> was I wrong about that. But uh, uh, it's it's really good. It's a lot of fun. If so, if, like I said, if I'm about a year late, but if you haven't started playing and you've been quite, you've been wondering if you should, I would highly recommend going and playing Elden Ring. Uh, one show that I want to mention on Netflix this week, I got a few others that I'm going to put out there eventually, but one show on Netflix this week is Night Agent on Netflix. I just started watching it today. It's really good. I, I it really, is really good. Yeah, it's really, really good. I've, I've, I enjoyed it a lot. Uh, I, it's got... It's got Hong Chow in it. Uh, it's yeah, got. Yeah, she looks so different. I didn't recognize her. At first. Yeah, I will say this. It's an uh, her role. I was. I thought it was kind of a boring role for her, to be perfectly honest with you. And then it changes about halfway through. Saying, oh, yeah, like, oh I could, okay. I could sense a change. <laughs> yeah. Uh, then I was like, okay, well, that makes much more sense. But uh, Sarah Desjardins, who plays the daughter of. Melly Linsky's character on Yellow Jackets is also in it. You probably haven't seen her yet. I haven't seen her I yet. I think she yeah. shows up like in episode four, I think. Okay. She's I'm actually likable. She's actually likable. What? In this what? Show. 
I know. Tell me about it. So weird stuff. That girl has range. She is so unlikable. <laughs> she is. Uh, anyway, so uh, next week, just real quick to let you guys know, uh, if you didn't listen to our Ted Lasso show, we are taking a break from Ted Lasso. Ted Lasso over the next couple of weeks, uh, we will be doing the season. We'll be covering the last half of uh, season three of Mandalorian because the season finale is coming up this week on Disney and Plus. Still succession, still covering. Yeah, show. succession is succession's been a killer for us, so we're we're definitely going to yeah. keep that in in the rotation. But uh, we'll we'll keep doing succession. Uh, we're also going to revisit Yellow Jackets in a couple of weeks as well. So uh, just kind of if you've been watching that or haven't been watching it, you really should watch it because it's a great it's show. Uh, but like I said, uh, those are just a little programming notes for the next couple of weeks. So anything else you want to add before we sign off for the week? Make sure you have your wills done. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and don't 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 mark anything out in pencil. That's right. <laughs> and uh, we appreciate you joining us and we will talk to you next time. I would echo those same sentiments. And as always, until next time, may all of your entertainment dreams come true.